possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Good evening and happy Christmas to everyone. It's December 2nd, and we're here to uh, to do our drinks by the dram, our advent calendar. Brant. What's happening, man? December 2nd, round two. Yesterday, uh, the Whistle Pig yep. was a little bit of nothing. Hopefully today we get something yeah. tad better. A little underwhelming. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's hope December 2nd. Uh, brings us something good. So let's crack into this because I'm. Yes. I, I like. I like doing this. I like cracking into this calendar. Right. Having no clue what what's comes coming. Out. Yeah. So day two. All right. This one was easier day to get two. into being laying sideways. Yeah, it's on the side. Oh, Ooh. this is all. This is all up your all up your alley. Oh man, I'm excited for this one. The Dalmore 14 year old 2003 single cask. Guys, let me tell you something. I love Downmore. Downmore 12 is my jam. Downmore 15 is amazing. Brant, what's the first thing you notice about this color? It is uh, very light, which would tell me that they didn't put any color. Finally, in it. didn't put any Finally. color. Now this is an older no one, color. Though, right? But this is old. This is. Yep. This is 2003. So this well, is so before is two, they really. So is this 2003 bottling or 2003 distillation distillate barreling brand i'm gonna hold you side by side because i, I ha- we have a bottle of downmore 12 from around 2008 it's at 43 percent. this one is bottled at 57.8 percent. look at the color on these two wait what's the difference in the aging uh 12 so versus 14 years old 12 versus 14 wow yeah wow right yeah, I mean, big difference. If you if you told me if you told me the one out of this was a fourteen and you held that up next to it, I would tell you that that was a thirty year old. And that uh, is the mystique around E one fifty coloring. Yeah, that's uh, that is bizarre. So wait, what's the? Are uh, we the, last night we didn't have the same cast? Or we on the same cast? What is your strength on this? Fifty fifty seven point eight. Okay, we didn't look. I think we got the exact same juice. So. All good. What are you on? on? This one. Yeah, 57.8. So, yeah. All right. This is, this All right. Is, this is identical. I'm excited for this one. This one is Dalmore unadulterated. It's it's not been effectuated by the coloring. Uh, it's not effectuated by the chill filtering, it looks like, because, one, it's 50, 57.8. Um, the, the the color is very light. It's, it's weird. That is like straw. It's like it white is. wine. It is definitely white. It's like Chardonnay white, and that's. But it's. I mean, that's kind of crazy for a fourteen-year-old. But I mean, right? I guess Scotch doesn't age like American bourbon. Right, because it's in a it's in a used cask. It doesn't have the same effect that the char brings to a bourbon that a uh, that it, that it brings to a Scotch. So it's not gonna it's not gonna age the same color-wise. But fourteen-year-olds in a, fourteen-year-olds in a cask, man. This looks amazing. Let's get a smell yeah. on it. Oh boy, that is sweet. That is not what I expect on a whiskey this color. Because like when I see this color, I think of Ardbeg. Hold on, there's something massively distinct in this. Oh my god, this smells like Dalmore. Honestly, I this, wish I could pull it smells, off. This smells. This smells like fucking graham cracker. Yeah, it I mean, does. It smells like graham cracker and, and like dark fruits. 
There's lots of raisins in this there's, one. There's something deeper in here that I'm, I'm like, I'm missing, and I'm like, my my gosh, I, my nose knows this. Rip. I don't know how we top day two. This is like this is like Christmas Day for me. Look, I'm not I'm not the Scotch fan, and I'm excited because this this thing is blowing some flavor. I mean, this is like it's it's seep. It smells like a fucking candle's lit in here. I can I can smell this. Oh my god. On the nose, I get some really rich dark fruits and that malty graham cracker like crust mm. like a cobbler so scott is this uh not currently produced by no you will not find this anywhere so, so this, this is, is a one-off a one-off like this wasn't done in i mean this wasn't done for mass production no like this production. was not there was there's never been a um, there's never been a 14-year-old bottling other than single cask release when Dalmore used to do this. So um, back in 2003, they, they bottled this, or they, they barreled it, and it sat for 14 years for until 2017 when in March of 2018 it was sold to various um, distributors as a single cask. So I think Masters of Malt, Whiskey Exchange, and a couple of other distiller or like um, independent bottlers in the UK got a hold of this these single barrels and did this. So it's this is actually cast strength for for Dalmore. It mm. was it's not been watered down. It's not been um, it's not been adulterated by chill filtering. This is outstanding. Oh, raisins. That's what it is. It's like golden raisins. Man, I we I, all right. I gotta get in get in the taste on this one because I've I've done enough enough nosing on this one. I'm still catching up. I'm still taking notes here. No. Okay, yeah, but nose. So with the nose. Man, I'm saying graham cracker, Scott, but I, I keep on going back to this. And I'm like, man, that's not it. It's, well, no, it's, it's something like dusty. It's kind of like dusty malt. But there's definitely like grape and there's raisins there, okay, like ra they're raisins it's, it's like a this is like a it's like a cookie like a almost like a so I said graham cracker but now I'm like saying like it's like a um, it's like a biscuit cookie it's like it's almost like a vanilla wafer or like a whatever is in the, like a nutter butter like that just I don't know that that very vanilla yeah. cookie. Yeah, it's like a wafer. Like a wafer. Yeah. There's a little bit of like honey. It's like raisins drenched in honey and a little bit of like I kind of get like a uh, I can't tell if it's like oak or leather. There's a little bit of wood note to it.
Wow, that palette. So it's light, but I don't mind it because it still has tons of of flavor. I definitely get some of the the malt, the floralness. Um, mm. There is a. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this word out there because the, this is the first thing that came to my mind when I when I tasted it. Chocolate. When you swish it around your mouth, okay, it's but a big chocolate flavor. It's got, though, I will, I will add this to that, it's got a true, unadulterated, like, European chocolate, not a, yes. not yeah, no, a no, like, no. super... Absolutely. You're like... Oh, you know what it reminds me of? Toblerone bars. Hmm. A little bit of nougat, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of that, uh, what is that, hazelnut? That's interesting. God, this is ridiculously good. Mm. This is out. Uh, I'm sorry. This is out fucking standing. This is a lot easier to drink and a lot more exciting than yesterday, for mm. sure. For sure. My God, yes. 57% for a scotch whiskey. Why don't more scotches bottle at 57%? Oh, that's right. It's expensive. Right, because you can't... You can't cut it cut it down, huh? Chocolate, pepper, dusty. I'm trying to, like... There's... On the finish. It's definitely oatmeal cookie. It's... Yeah. It's a lot of buttered biscuit... Oatmeal maltiness. Um, I don't get a lot of fruit on the finish. I get again. It's more of that like dried golden raisin, not the purple raisins that everyone thinks of, but like the golden raisins. So Scott, this is a this is a Highland. So this is in the same yep. profile as as the all the big. So why is I mean I guess just me because it's it's what I gravitate to because I don't mm -hmm. like a ton of the other scotches, but I mean. McAllen, Balvini, Glenfettic. I mean, you talk about these monsters of the Scotch world. Why is it that Highland? I, I guess I'm, I'm maybe I'm making a statement that may not be true, but I guess I'm asking. Highland Scotches seem to be that much more successful than every other region. Okay, so uh, what it, what, it, what it comes down to is lore. It really comes down to lore. The Highlands. You think of like, you know. You think of Braveheart, you think of kilts, you think of bagpipes. If I say Speyside, you're like, well, that that doesn't really connotate anything. So, do so you think Speyside is Highlands, like all Highland malts are Speyside, but not all Speyside are Highlands. So Highland is kind of like this, like, it's like, uh, what's, uh, what's the connotation? It's like all of, all of Speyside is like New York, but... Highlands like the Upper West Side, so it's like, but same or the kind, Upper, so same the upper kind of East thing, Side. Sorry, same the Upper kind East of thing Side thing is is there'll never ever be a bourbon made outside of Kentucky that's as prominent as a Buffalo Trace or a Maker's yeah. Mark or a Jim yeah. Beam or a, like you know it's just you can something be, about you can, something about Kentucky bourbon yes. has the lore of 
that's where bourbon's supposed to be made, which, even though which you can make it somewhere else. Which is and, confusing because everyone thinks that bourbon has to be made in Kentucky or in Bourbon County because there's a Bourbon County, Kentucky. Not true. You can make bourbon anywhere. But bourbon, Kentucky bourbon is like, is Highland Scotch. Highland, it, it, it's just like the old world. Like, I'll, I'll put it this way. For a lot of years, and I'm talking a hundred something years, McAllen was referred to as a space side. But it wasn't until the 70s that they said, hey, let's market as, as a as a Highland Mall and see what that does for us. And sure enough, it boomed them to the top of the food chain. And everybody just kind of yes. fo- followed suit Yep, that was in that so, region. So Dalmore, Dalmore dates back to uh, back to 1839. It's on the Alness River in uh, in Alness, Scotland. It is uh, it's probably one of the more preeminent distilleries in in Scotland. I mean, it, the Dalmore does not have a small name. Let, let's put it that way. But this is a this is a really nice, really nice malt from them. Love this one. Yes. All right. So, Brant, um, I'm going to have to go back and, and write my notes down later after we uh, review this episode because I've just been enthralled with the nose and the palate and the finish on this. This one is going to be high for me. Give it, give it, a, give it a number. Mm. By the way, the, the price on a bot if you were going to buy a bottle of this, it would probably be a uh, hundred and fourteen dollars or more, and that's on a uh, if you can find it basis. Um, when it came out, this would have been about one hundred and fifteen bucks. Today, I, I would I would probably say if you could find this, it would probably run you three hundred plus. It's sold out. It's gone. Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. High for me, um, I'm going to sit this right in between Balvini 14 and 17. I put 14 out of 85. I put 17 out of 88. I'm going to give this an 87. Okay. I mean, not something I would drink every day, but damn, it's that's pretty good. Like, I, I mean, I just took a massive swig. I, I'm going to say I probably just took a half of that, that pour... And just one gulp, and it just didn't didn't hurt. It, it ton of flavor. You can hold it in your mouth. You can Kentucky chew it all you want. Oh yeah, um, and it's enjoyable. So, for me, um, Dalmore is a is probably one of my top five bottles on a regular basis. I love Dalmore. I'm gonna give this one a 93, and primarily because. And look, Dalmore does not listen to Richard Patterson, who is the master distiller at Dalmore, does not listen to our podcast. I promise you, he does not even know who we are. But Mr. Patterson, Sir Richard Patterson, because he is a OBE, stop watering down your whiskey and stop chill filtering and stop adding color. This is the most perfect Dalmore I have ever had. And I've had King Alexander. I've had... 18, I've had 15, I've had 12. This is outstanding. 
And to me, it gets a 93. This is an absolutely nice, br- brilliant, brilliant expression of the Dalmor. And they should strive to this level more often. I feel like you're saying this This is really who they are. Don't hide it. Yes, don't hide it. This is, this is Dalmor at its finest. Don't don't dumb it down. And, and I get it. If you need to do that with a 12, fine. With a 15, 18, with your higher expressions, and the 18 is going to still run you 300. Like today, a Dalmore 18 is going to run you 300 bucks a bottle. That's, well, I mean, that's that's up there for an 18 year because you can get you can get McAllen. It's, yeah, they're they're right along the lines of McAllen. Hmm. I mean, you look at their fine and rare, their Constellation, their 1960 series. That those will run you five to fifteen thousand dollars a bottle. Whew. Yep. Mm. All right, Brant. Well, look, that's uh, that's a good that's a good second pour. I, I I'm excited to see what comes up in day three. Oh. So until tomorrow, Brant. If you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came in a stranger, may you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink, drink up. up. Cheers, everybody. See you tomorrow. Cheers. Good night, and see you tomorrow. Good night. <laughs>